this week we were planning on doing an episode uh, devoted to uh, the sixth season of Saturday Night Live, but we opted not to do it this week because, in case you hadn't heard, uh, Fred Silverman passed away earlier in the week. Uh, he passed away, or at least news of it came down the line about two days before taping, and we thought it just wouldn't be in good taste since Fred Silverman was a, a key piece of that whole installment. And you know, we, we've said a lot of uh, questionable stuff about uh, Fred Silverman in the last uh, couple of months, but also at the same time, we've given him praise. He, he, he was very polarizing, depending on which uh, side of the fence you're on. Uh, we here at It Was a Thing on TV, we wish the best to his family and friends in this uh, time of suffering. With that, uh, we're going to start the episode proper. Episode 28, Submission 113, Cheap, Cheap, Cheap. Cheap, Cheap, Cheap aired on Channel 4 in the United Kingdom from August 14th to September 22nd of 2017 for a total of 30 episodes. back on episode one yes yeah do you remember how we opened that episode it's like it just happened a couple of days ago is ago is ago is ago greg you got your hollywood squares in my match game mike you got my match game in my hollywood squares two great tastes that taste great together Craig, you got your game show in my sitcom. Mike, you got your sitcom in my game show. It's Miller Boyette meets Mark Goodson. Is it a game show? Is it a sitcom? Por que no los dos? In case you haven't noticed, uh, we're probably going to imagine that there are laugh tracks and uh, other audience cues, because Cheap, Cheap, Cheap is not your ordinary game show. For one, it takes place in, uh, uh, I don't even want to call it a supermarket, what is this? It's, uh, it's a general store. It's a general it's, store. It's, it's, like, it's like the half of the Cracker Barrel that you don't eat at. Right. That's and, exactly what it is. Yeah, and... Uh, it's hosted by Noel Edmonds. And if you don't know who Noel Edmonds is, the best way to equate him uh, for as an American equivalent would be probably Dick Clark or maybe Ryan Seacrest if he continues for another 10 or 15 years. Or you could just go back to the Doctor Who Dimensions in Time episode of this podcast. You could. Yeah. Uh, but we, we didn't really give like a whole rundown on who he is. But he, he hosts, has hosted everything, he's hosted music shows. He's hosted game shows. He's hosted kids' shows. He is like a, a, a true celebrity, a superstar in England, uh, to the point where he's created a character that was reasonably popular about 30 years ago named Mr. Blobby. He also created this show. We'll get to that in a little bit uh, as to how it sort of came about. And um, 
And also, he was even known, believe it or not, when Live Aid happened in 1985. Yes. Do you, do you remember that Phil Collins played in both the London and the Philadelphia Live Aid? Yes. Yeah, he, he flew, he flew, yeah he flew the Concorde from one to the other. Right. Yeah, yeah. Noel Edmonds drove Phil Collins to Heathrow Airport to get there. Whoa! Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Man, that must be in a deleted scene in the Bohemian Rhapsody DVD of Noel Edmonds trying to drive Phil Collins while <laughs> Freddie Mercury is performing on stage. So uh, what happened, uh, going back a little bit, is uh, Noel Edmonds... He hosted the the British version of Deal or No Deal for over 11 years, from 2005 until literally the end of 2016. Uh, I think the last episode was, it was after Christmas of 2016, but before New Year's of 2016. So literally the last week of, of 2016. And so he had this idea for a show which combined a game show with a sitcom. And, oh, it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be... It's going to be really fun, you know, combining a game show with some sitcom interludes and stuff like that. Didn't we sort of see that with Burt Ludden's Love Buffet? Yeah. But this, uh, yeah, but this is better than Burt Ludden's Love Buffet. That's it, not it, saying much. It, it, it is, but slightly. I, I sort of like Burt Ludden's Love Buffet because it was from the people who brought you future episode... Nightstand with Dick Dietrich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Burt Ludden's Love Buffet, I do believe, is also on the list. So good job to those folks that did those shows. But uh, So, yeah, it wasn't that much better. It, it was different, and more or less, uh, it wasn't just different. It was weird. So, Greg, back in 2017, you had sent me a tweet uh, about Cheap, Cheap, Cheap. And it actually sort of compares one of your favorite shows. Can you share that tweet with uh, everybody? Yes, it's from a gentleman called at Michael M. Physics on Twitter. And this was the week that Twin Peaks The Return was airing its last two episodes. And the tweet read, don't worry about Twin Peaks ending. We've still got cheap, 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 the second weirdest show on telly. I wonder if Noel Edmonds uh, had 30 super jackpots. Do you think Noel Edmonds was the, the force that guided Dougie Jones to the mega jackpots at the Silver Mustang? He was in the Red Room with the, the man from another place who merged into that weird tree thing, and they were they were guiding Dougie Jones to the slot machine. I just want to know what Noel Edmonds' coffee and pie is like. What, no. that they serve coffee and pie at the cheap, cheap, cheap shop? No, they didn't have any sort of, of food there. It was more or less a general store. It didn't have food uh, in terms of being sold there. They didn't have like a, a cafeteria or a luncheonette or anything like that. It, it was like... Well, no wonder like, it was open for only 30 days. Well, it was also like just a, an old-time general store that had just general merchandise. But also, since they had a sitcom, it wasn't just a general store. There was a small audience of about 10 or 12 contestants. There was no studio audience. There was just the 12 contestants, which, you know, if something wasn't really funny, that sort of showed because you don't have a laugh track going on. 
so about the uh, the game itself, we'll get to the game and then we'll get to the comedy side or the sitcom side. Air quotes around comedy because it wasn't terribly funny. So the game itself was very Price is Right-like in terms of you've got three items and the idea is you just have to identify which one of the three is the cheapest. And like almost every game show since like 2005 or 2000, you have a money ladder. The money ladder on this show had eight steps and the money ladder was as follows. 250 pounds for the first uh, correct answer. 500 for the second, 1,000 for the third, 2,500 pounds for the fourth, 5,000 for the fifth. The sixth is worth 7,500 pounds. The seventh jumps all the way to 15,000 pounds. And the last one is 25,000 pounds. Now, there are no safe zones here, so you're always risking your money. However, again, just like about most game shows uh, since 2000, you have helps, lifelines. Now... It, uh, when you played the game, you had to make the decision bef- uh, whether you want to go on beforehand. So you're sort of blindly saying, we're going to go on. You don't know what could come out. Uh, you didn't know if it might be a really easy one or a really hard one, something you know a lot about or something you researched. So one of the helps was you got to see what the three items in the next question were. So that helps you out quite a bit there, if especially if you're in the higher levels at like 7,500 or 15,000 going for the next step. And then there was a help to get rid of the most expensive item. So that'll narrow it down to two. And the third help was that one item's price would be revealed. Now, again, you don't know whether it's the cheapest or the most expensive or in the middle, just that you could choose an item to see the price of. But also these helps didn't get activated until you got that first 250 pound situation out of the way. Now, the products themselves, they ranged from, as we uh, said earlier, food items. Uh, The first item on the game was actually baked beans. And uh, you had different things like candles. You had coffins. You had coffins. Yes, they did coffins. This just got dark. Well, it it isn't your prices right with you. Uh, how much is the stick of butter or which stick of butter is the least expensive? So coffins did, man, where, where was Paul Barrow when you needed him for this show? So anyway, the coffins, <laughs> I love that, you know, sold that joke. So, so, so yeah, the, the coffins the, they actually had coffins in the, uh, in the studio, uh, and actually we're going to get to that a little bit because one of the highlights of one of the episodes was, one of Noel's assistants, who we're going to get to later as well, was trying out the coffins, as if that isn't, like, you know, morbid and creepy. Uh, But there are just different puzzles of varying difficulties. Uh, And again, the idea was just find which one is the cheapest. Not terribly difficult. It could be because sometimes the difference was only a couple of pounds or a couple of pence when you're talking about Stuff that's less than a pound. So you might have a difference between the middle price and the least uh, expensive item of, say, five pence. You know, when you're talking about, like, the cost of postage stamps, which I believe was actually the the topic of the the sole $25,000 victory on this series. 
Somebody did go to $25,000, and believe it or not, when did it happen? On the last episode. That's not not crazy at all. The last episode had a 25,000-pound win. There was a stamp involved in the 25,000-pound question. What it had to do is you had to guess which was least expensive, a stamp, a small loaf of bread, or a little carton of milk. And the milk was the cheapest. And they won the $25,000. And all the people in the audience, all 10 future contestants or wannabe contestants at this point since this last episode, come by, congratulate the, the, the pair that won. And so do uh, the, 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 the staff members, if you will, the, the fellow actors. Oh. Yeah, and, and, and also I should add, since I didn't mention it, two people play the game. So this wasn't a solo game. This is two people, friends or a mother, daughter, father, son, father, daughter, you know, brothers, siblings, what have you. They would play the game and uh, presumably split the money. But um, also another interesting thing is the money, and I don't know if it was prop money or if it was real money, any Probably money won. Money. Well, it might be real. Because remember... England doesn't take out taxes on game show winnings. So it could be real money going out the door. But uh, so they actually pulled the money from the till of a cash register. Because, again, they're trying to sell the whole general store gimmick. There is an old cash register, and uh, the store manager, who we'll get to in a little bit, takes the money out of the till. The money is all bundled up, like if you're going to a bank, and he just hands the stacks of, of bills to uh, the contestants when they leave. But now the sitcom side of this. (laughs) The game itself, very rudimentary. Uh, You mix in the the sitcom element, and then you get why we're here talking about this. Oh, yes. There were actually four employees who helped out. You had Barry, who was played by... Alex Lowe, he was the general manager of the store. And actually, he was like running the store when Noel, quote unquote, bought the store on the first episode. Noel comes in and, oh, you must be, uh, you, you must be Barry, the, the manager here. And, and Barry's uh, very aloof. And one thing that Greg noticed, and whether this is on purpose or if this is uh, real, he has the worst teeth ever. Oh, yes. He is like the stereotypical British person with very horrible teeth. Yes. And then uh, there was a health and beauty and lifestyle expert named Mariana. Uh, imagine the word marijuana without the U in the middle. It's M-A-R-I-J-A-N-A, played by Gabby Best. And she actually lived in a flat above the general store. So oh, she, how convenient. Yeah, she was never late. She's very personable, very frequently on uh, the, the show. Uh, the reason I say that is because the next cast member I'm going to mention, she had a tendency to always be late. I'm talking, oh. about, I'm talking about Kelly, who was played by Emily Lloyd Saney. Kelly was habitually late. Habitually. Always late. Uh, very sort of lazy, with all due respect. Kelly's role within the store is she was just a sales assistant. But you uh, almost all the time you saw these pink 
headphones around her neck, always mm. jamming out to music. Yeah, work is secondary when she's around. Yeah. And then, and then last but not least, we have the store handyman named Keith, who was played by Keel Smith Bino. And Keith, he was sort of like the, the hardest working person at the store. Again, he was like the maintenance man, the, 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 the person that did everything. But there's one thing he doesn't do, and he doesn't do roofs. He'll do anything at the store, but he won't fix the roof. He even wears a jacket that says that. Keith's odd jobs. No job too big, no job too small, except roofing. I don't do roofing. That's on the back of his jacket or his vest. Okay, so, now you said now you said uh, Barry. Uh, Barry was the uh, general manager of the store. Barry was the general manager of the store. Barry is actually also the name of a character that Alex Lowe created for Steve Wright's BBC Radio Two show and Talk Radio's Ian Lee show. It was actually Barry from Watford. Yes, Barry from Watford, and, and he actually has a podcast. Barry from Watford has a podcast. Barry from Watford has a, a weekly podcast, The Angelos and Barry Show. I wonder if he talked about this. Now I got to go on, on my device and look for The Angelos and Barry Show and see if now, it, it, he reflected about cheap, cheap, cheap once. Oh, I, I have it right here. Oh, no. Hold up. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Apparently, they are the same people. Barry from Watford is the general manager of Noel's store in Cheap, Cheap, Cheap. This according to Truth by Consensus Wikipedia. Yeah, I, I just assume oh he has the same God. accent and he has the same bad teeth. Again, whether it's part of the shtick or if that's his natural look, who knows? I, I, I don't want to necessarily say I don't care, but yeah, again, that's part of his shtick is the bad teeth. Meanwhile, Emily Lloyd Saney, uh, if you're a subscriber to Prime Video, she is on three episodes of Catastrophe with Sharon Horgan and Rob Delaney. Wasn't one Catastrophe enough? I have no idea. I'm talking about cheap, cheap, cheap. Oh! Wasn't, one wasn't one Catastrophe enough? Oh... Uh, uh, Greg, I'd like to report a murder. I yeah. just killed Cheap, Cheap, Cheap. No, no, no. But, uh, again, there was a sitcom side to this, and there were some, uh, anecdotes in every episode. There were, there were backstories, uh, like the time that, that Keith tried his hand as a camera operator and it didn't go so well, uh, primarily because given the size of the studio, Keith was backing up the camera, and uh, he backed up too far. Oops. Uh-huh. There was, um, and, and actually, there's an episode guide, believe it or not. Not not really a thorough episode guide. So, episode one, Noel opens Noel's store for the first time. And, uh, yeah, contestants try to win 25,000 pounds while manager Barry and his staff ensure there's never a dull moment. Okay, if you say so. Episode two, delivery man Keith gets caught up in traffic. Barry and Noel try out a tandem ride and do a mother and daughter and know enough about mini rolls to win cash. So right there, there's two more items we didn't talk about. They had bicycles as one of the items. Tandem bike. I think, well, there's at least one tandem bicycle. It might have been a tandem bicycle and like a mountain bike and a BMX bike. Uh, 
But yeah, there were bikes on there. Mini rolls were an item. And we're going to get to more of the items as we go down this list here. Episode three, brothers Ollie and Johnny hope to take away thousands from Noel's store by knowing their takeouts. Jordan and Manda want just enough for a new car. Here's the way I told you earlier. Mariana tries a coffin out for size. Oh. And what the coffins were, one was like really fancy. And one was, I think, basically like a refrigerator box, not even kidding, cardboard. And I think like the third one was like a coffin for a dog. I'm not even joking when I say that. And the weird thing is the, the most expensive item was the coffin for the dog. The least expensive, obviously, was a cardboard box. But yeah, that was one episode. She tried out a coffin. Episode four. Oh, this one's great. I'm going to say the first six words, and I'm going to wait for Greg's reaction. A bird okay. leaves an unwanted deposit. Oh. I, I, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> he took a poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that, Mike. <laughs> So, yeah, Bird leaves an unwanted deposit in Noel's store. Noel worries about the takings, and Lionel and her mother hope to pay off her student debt by winning 25,000 pounds. They actually did have live animals there. There was, like, a duck and a goose. I don't remember exactly what types of birds they were, but they were live birds, uh, presumably as pets, but I'm sure at some point you could have used it as, as dinner. But yeah, a bird left a little a little thing on the uh, on the the table, and guess who had to clean it up? Not Keith. Noel Edmonds had to clean it up. Oh. oh. Man, the, the Anybody man want an empty bird? Noel's worth tens or hundreds of millions of pounds, and he has to clean up a bunch of bird crap. Noel yep. Edmonds, ladies and gentlemen. Always willing to give to the cause. Episode five. Three toilet seats provide a 2,500-pound conundrum, and Barry demonstrates his spider-catching technique, and Wayne Sleep calls in to complain. They did have uh, celebrities generally on the Friday episode, so they had like six celebrities. Nobody really, I think many of us would know on this side of the Atlantic, but known to the, the, the United Kingdom population. Episode six, one couple risks going solo. Keith tries out a new delivery vehicle, and there's confusion between some nuns and Ollie Murs. See, I know who Ollie Murs is. We, yeah, Ollie Murs, if you know some UK pop culture, is, is not unknown. He's a very popular musician. Oh, also, former contestant on Noel Edmonds' Deal or No Deal. No joke oh. there. He was He was on, I think, in the first year or two. Yes. Episode 7, Kelly shows off her gymnastic skills. Keith gets everyone a takeaway, and contestant Steve gets all emotional over pies. Because who doesn't get emotional over pie? You know, who doesn't get emotional over pies? You ever had the Fayetteville Pie Company? It's a chef's kiss of pie pies, let me right. tell you. You know who doesn't get emotional over pies, guys? Greg, you got your sitcom in my game show. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> You know who doesn't get emotional over pies? Who's that? The Rock. And you know why. Why? I know why. 
<laughs> he got Mike got it. Mike got the joke. Because you can smell what the rock's cooking or something like that. <laughs> yes. There's yeah. something else. There's something else about pies, but I won't say it on this show. That's for dang sure. Uh, no. You got to wake up pretty early in the morning to fool me, there, Grego. All right. Thing on late night TV. Episode eight. Bobby Davro gets devious with Barry. Oh my! Oh, here's another one that, and uh, again, this just shows the the total lunacy in, in what you might see on this show. Three dog outfits could be worth thousands. And Noel has a problem with swans. Not related to the the, the bird that took the crap on the table in episode four. Episode nine. Keith gets stuck in the lift. Kelly oh, has a, no. Yeah, he got stuck in the lift. Like, can he fix it? In the lift? You can fix, you can fix a lift. In a, you can fix a lift while you're stuck on the lift. Noel's Maybe. got the money. He can afford to, to, to get somebody to help him out. There you go. And we talked about perpetually late Kelly. Guess what? She has a car crash. Oh, boy. Oh! And yeah, so she's even later now. Oh, and cool. and Barry shows off his dad dancing. Oh, oh, that's a sight I don't want to see Barry dancing. I can get you the episode. And Kate and Alexis's cheese knowledge can win them twenty five thousand pounds? Question mark. Episode ten. Kelly gets some fire training. Two ladies develop a crush on Barry. Ooh, maybe that's why he was doing the dancing. Ooh! And do Pete and Rich know enough about magazines to win 25,000 pounds? Episode 11, Barry threatens Noel with a mallet. Jeez. Ow. I'm sorry. I I just, I, I can't see Barry attacking anybody. Tube drivers get coy over a corset. A couple lose the way over a set of maps. It's hard to figure out which one of those plots is the actual game. Oh, here it comes right now. Anthony and Ashley hope to win 25,000 pounds before their game turns into a dog's dinner. (laughs) But enough about whatever Barry's eating tonight. Episode 12, there's a musical interlude courtesy of a banjo, some bongos, and a man called Bert. And, oh, did you have enough of uh, dancing when Barry did it, Greg? Yes. Well, too bad. You're getting more. Keith and Noel have a boogie. Keith and Noel are having a boogie. Yeah. More dancing. No. I I think Greg wants Kelly to dance, and she's the only one who's not dancing. Yes, I do want to see Kelly dance. I don't want more Barry dancing. Episode 13. Sisters Lily and Liz hope to clean up with their knowledge of feather dusters. And Noel gives shop assistant Kelly a shoulder to cry on. Aww. That's nice. Oh, I just saw episode 14. This brings back flashbacks. (laughs) I I, I remember seeing this episode when it first aired. Barry causes a splash when one couple must choose the cheapest item of swimwear. And I'm not joking. What did Barry do? He put on a woman's bathing suit over his clothes, his work clothes. I, I, I'm done. I'm done. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. It makes that whole Barry dad dancing thing look really good, doesn't it, Greg? 
Oh, um, I'm I'm reasonably certain that it gets better, and by better I mean so much worse. By worse, absolutely. We're halfway there. Episode fifteen. Noel Store goes Gallic when Barry has a French promotion. Vicky Michelle makes Barry go ooh la la as more bargain spotting contestants set their sight on a twenty five thousand pound jackpot. Yes, Barry had a French phase. Oh. This is like 10 seasons of sitcoms rolled into 30 shows. Barry's going through phases like every episode. He's dad dancing. He's got a French phase. He's putting on women's bathing suits. They're pretty much firing up the Nick at night and see what's on the schedule that day. And that's the show for today. Going back to Twin Peaks for a second, I wonder at what point Barry's going to watch Dr. Jacoby on the Dr. Amp show and wonders when he's going to shovel his way out of the you-know-what. Episode 16. Can Carrots help Ian and Nick find their way to winning big money? Oh, and I mentioned this earlier. Meanwhile, odd job man Keith tries his hand at being a cameraman. And it didn't oh. work so well. Oh, and, yeah. And, and, and if you did that over here, that would be a union violation. Oh, yeah, definitely. Episode 17. Have sisters Kelly and Kirsty bitten off more than they can chew? Oh, gosh, I just saw the end of this. Uh, uh, have they bitten off more than they can chew when they have to choose between the cheapest edible insect? Uh, did, they get that for, did they get that from Bunzai? No, they got that. They got that from Fear Factor. If they were having, if they got it from Bonzen, then the players would have to bet on who would eat the most. And, and it has to be incredibly racist too. And it also has to be incredibly racist too. Next episode. Oh, and that's a callback to episode twenty-six from last week. Go check it out. Episode eighteen. Cheryl Baker pops into Noel's store to make an exchange, and will James and Sophia's knowledge of rackets get them through to the final stages of the unique game show? Episode 19, a spoon becomes a 5,000-pound conundrum for one couple. Keith hires an apprentice, and Kelly has an idea to help Noel attract a younger audience. Oh, boy. Cancel cheap, cheap, cheap. That'll do the trick. (laughs) No, no, no. That would not help at all. Because otherwise, we'd be done with this show. But we still have 11 episodes to go. Exactly. Episode 20, maybe the only name that anybody from this side of the Atlantic would know, and that would be sort of tenuous. Snooker legend Dennis Taylor comes into Noel's store to return faulty goods. And can one couple's knowledge of picnic hampers, or picnic baskets as they're called over here, help them carry home big money in the unique game show? You're right. That is tenuous. Picnic baskets. was. Uh, why wasn't there a cameo from Yogi Bear? Because the show's cheap, cheap, cheap. It's cheap, cheap, cheap. There's nothing to reap, reap, reap. Jeez. <laughs> and I'm a little boo-boo. Next episode. Ch- Chico's Yogi Bear is the Nipsey Russell of bears. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> episode 21. Noel welcomes more contestants to the store. Keith takes a busman's holiday. Mariana takes fashion inspiration from Noel. And Barry receives a worrying phone call from Environmental Health. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mariana takes fashion advice. From Noel, a guy who used to wear plaid. A guy who used to wear plaid and silken blouses with dragons on them. This same Noel. 
he, the, maybe he's a fashion icon. Who knows? The, the same Noel who, yeah, looks like a working dad. He's giving fashion inspiration to Mariana. Episode 22. Another visit to the eccentric store. Barry showcases his fancy dress sale with some unlikely models. Keith's dodgy DIY skills cause chaos. And Noel gets a personal trainer. And yes, I'm going to see what weird models there are for the clothing. Oh, no. Well, we need... We need to report on this. Okay. Uh, well, while you figure that one out, I'm going to see what a busman's holiday is. I'm sure it's just like a a, a, a vacation of some sort, like a, a a working man's holiday. Probably, but uh, okay, busman's holiday. Okay, a busman's holiday is a vacation or form of recreation that involves doing the same thing that one does at work. Example, a fire crew's Christmas outing turned into a busman's holiday when their coach caught fire. This show not only entertains, but also educates. Occasionally. Occasionally, yes. Mike, did you find the the models yet? Because now I'm genuinely curious. Oh, wait. Oh, there's the weird models. Okay. So what the hell is this? I gotta turn on my audio. Okay. uh, Please welcome... Our first two cameramen in fancy dress oh. available to buy from the shop Eggie and Ben. Oh, cameramen. One of them's dressed as a pirate. The other looks like like the, the rat from the uh, from the nutcracker. The rat king. The rat king and th- and there's somebody coming in who looks like a sailor. Oh, now a cowboy. Oh, this is like oh, and now oh, here's uh, one of the cameramen with a coconut bra on and a grass skirt and a rainbow lay. Oh, it's just a fashion show. That's all it is. Funny they ask, where would they be without a sense of humor? <laughs> uh, definitely not canceled after thirty. That's for sure. Anyway, they'd be on a better show. Episode 23, another visit to Noel's eccentric store. One couple hopes their knowledge of genes will help them walk away with thousands, while Mariana reveals a hidden talent. She's going to save the show from cancellation. That's her talent. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, good luck. Good luck with that. Um, Episode 24, Noel Edmonds opens the doors to more contestants hoping to win 25... They're like saying the same damn thing. We're going to play for 25,000 pounds. They're just rewriting it 30 different ways. Yes! That's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, Noel Edmonds opens the doors to more contestants hoping to win a 25,000-pound jackpot. Barry's wife, (laughs) Margaret, has a favor to ask Noel, and Russell Grant comes to complain about the noise. Barry has a wife. I'm sorry, ladies. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. You said Barry has a wife. Barry's wife, Margaret. Okay. And, and Margaret has a favor to ask Noel. The character of Margaret uh, was on Barry from Wadford's stage show. Do you know who played Margaret in the stage show? No clue. Chico, do you know? No idea. Catherine Tate. <laughs> oh! She of A, yes. The Office, and B, 
Doctor Who. And C, yes. future installment, The Catherine Tate Show. Yeah, because we definitely have to talk about the time they did the Children in Need special with Catherine Tate's Lauren Cooper character with David Tennant, who turned out to be the Doctor. Uh, I'm putting it on the list now. While Chico does that, we're going to go to episode 25. One week to go after this. It's business as usual in the store. Kelly has a beauty emergency. <gasps> gasp. What? Mar- Mar- Mariana causes heartbreak. <gasps> Double gasp. Double what? A- and Keith invites Noel to a lad's night out. So where are Keith, Barry, and Noel going tonight? Well, they can't go far. They still have a game show to run. <laughs> But the shop closes after every episode, so they're going someplace after after the show's done, hypothetically. Hypothetically, yes. Well, here's the question. This shop is only open for like a half hour. No, a full hour. This is an hour or 45 minutes. Oh, that's right. This is an hour show. So it's like, what? does anybody else come into this shop? No, there's, there's really no customers that come in. I mean, you don't hear, hear the bell ring. Uh, unless, like, Noel's coming in. So, maybe they c- close the shop down to do the show. Which would be kind of sort of weird. Uh, like, this show isn't weird enough. Fair point. <laughs> and, and we haven't gotten to the weirdest part yet. Episode 26. Noel's store opens for another day and another game of Which is the Cheapest? Again, you're rephrasing the same thing. Oh, my gosh. Mariana plays ball. Kelly pulls a fast one. And Noel's new shoes get everyone talking. Whoa. Noel has some new kicks. I'm going there. I'm going there. Yo, yo. Paint a word picture. What are these kicks? What are these kicks? What type of kicks would be appropriate for a for a 67-year-old man back in 2017? His kicks, they're very gaudy-looking, almost like loafers. Uh, they have how do, have how dragons printed on them? That's not terribly far from what they look like. Oh, uh, God, I was kidding. Well, I, I can't tell what they are, but they're a variety of different colors. Um, I see red, white, black like a tan or a beige uh and they're leather shoes i mean they look high quality i don't even know what how i could describe the design i mean they're definitely noel edmonds type of shoes i mean if he was wearing a dragon shirt these would not clash with a dragon shirt let's say that okay sufficient good enough for me episode 27 Manager Barry goes fishing without leaving the store. Three bunches of flowers could be worth 8,500 pounds, and Noel meets himself from the future. Now it's gotten crazy. No TARDIS involved, Greg. I was going to say, did Noel take Ed Bigley's TARDIS out for his spin? I I don't know if, if that would work overseas, though, because does Ed Bigley's TARDIS work on 110 or 220? Uh, uh, he may need a converter. 
Oh, he boy. Made, he made me a converter to convert this tortoise from, to, from NTSC to PAL, or whatever current they use. <laughs> from NTSC to PAL. Well, well, it wouldn't, well, it wouldn't run on, it wouldn't run on gallons of, uh, vegetable oil it would run on liters Meter- vegetable oil liters liters, liters. liters. yeah because yeah, metric system well they, yeah. well they well well maybe since brexit went came in when maybe they'll call they've, they've got back to imperial so in short i don't know what the hell's going on here oh and tw- 27 or 28 episodes in i'm reminded you can only use one help per question so you can't use like all three of them on there. You can't get rid of the most expensive and reveal the I- price of an item. So only one per customer there per round. So you have to use all three of them essentially in seven rounds. So now we get into episode 28. Noel Edmonds welcomes more bargain hungry contestants to the show. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's it's rewriting the same crap. Barry tries his hand at doing Noel's job, and there's a breakout of Kardashianitis in the store. I don't want to know what Kardashianitis is. It could could be more contagious than the coronavirus. Let's just say I hope you have some antibiotics over the counter there. Uh, I, I just wonder if that means that Mariana or Kelly is going to go after a, uh, a fifth-rate basketball player like Tristan Thompson. I said it. You're a fifth-rate basketball player for Tristan Thompson. I don't care if you play for my team. Well, it could be worse. It could be Kendall Jenner. Jeez. Oh, Look uh, up the gift, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 29. Oh, here's where it totally goes off the rails, I think. It's a busy day at the store. Noel and manager Barry are run off their feet when staff go on strike. Mariana celebrates a birthday, and Noel has a chat with a duck called Dave. And you're probably saying, what could Noel have to say to a duck named Dave? I don't know. I literally have absolutely no idea. Well, guess what I have queued up. Oh, God. Okay, Mike. Hit me. That Phil. Trevor. I was trying to help Trevor. It's Dave. Dave! Not Trevor. Tell me then. That's amazing. What about the toilet brush? What? Don't do this again. So he's talking to a stuffed duck about the game and the toilet brush that's on offer here. What about the toilet brush? Has anybody said anything about the toilet brush? They're conversing about the toilet brush. What's more expensive, an aluminum towel rack a giant toilet paper roll holder at that that probably holds, oh, I'm guessing probably like 18 rolls of toilet paper. It's huge. Or a toilet brush in a, a metal tin, a metal container. What could Noel and company possibly do to just 
wrap this whole enterprise up, I wonder. Well, we're getting to that right now. Episode 30. The door's open for the last time in this series. Aww. Wait, wait, wait. Remember, this is British. So, instead of series, you could say season. But we all really know it's but, but, but But it's not wrong in this case if you go with the other definition. Noel makes the most of a dress-down Friday, and when Barry is short-staffed, the temp agency sends Lionel Blair along to lend a hand. And as I mentioned earlier, this episode had the sole 25,000-pound victory in the entire series. Did they do anything special? No. Like I said, uh, all the, the crew members, the cast members, they you know hugged the, the couple that won, the two people that won. So did Noel. So did the other contestants. And then they got sent off. And let's bring up two more contestants to play. I almost said deal or no deal. Two more contestants. <laughs> Don't you wish it was deal or no deal? Two more people to play cheap, cheap, cheap. Oh, my. But there's a couple of things that Greg mentioned earlier. Uh, just the weirdness. Yeah, it's, it's the second weirdest show on TV next to Twin Peaks, as somebody said. But uh, some of the reviews I have up is Noel Edmonds' Cheap, 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 the most tragically weird show ever made. Tragically weird. No, n- normally, is, wait, is that the headline? That's the headline. Okay, normally, Betteridge's Law would apply in this case, but not in this case. It's, it's a weird show. And actually, the first sentence even says it. A little birdie may have told you about Cheap, Cheap, Cheap. The new Nil Edmonds afternoon quiz set to push Twin Peaks all the way for the title of the year's weirdest television series. <laughs> it's right there in the first line of the story. The cheap, cheap, cheap comparison to Twin Peaks. And Greg is dead. I am dead. <laughs> Kind of, uh, in short, it kind of reminds you of what would happen if Noel Edmonds was the was the guy running the counter on future installment. Open all night. 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 Yes, Sorry, that's coming. That's coming later this summer. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's just uh, all these articles just. Oh, they say this is the uh, a bad show, but also, but also, just something I want to add, and we haven't even mentioned. We mentioned that Noel uh, Edmonds created this show, but what company produced the show? You're not going to believe this. Hat Trick Productions, who, if you don't know, is behind whose line is it anyway? Yep. Have I got news for you? Mm-hmm. So you're talking about a, a quality production company which has had success for decades. I mean, you're talking about Have I Got News For You. That's been on the BBC in one form or another for 30 years. And, and, whose, line... and whose line has been on, on uh, somewhere in the world for over 30 years. And at least in America, it's coming on, uh, on almost 20 years since we have that little about six-year gap between the uh, the ABC family uh, where they sort of like put the scraps together and the the CW version. Well, CW version has been on seven years. Wow. But yeah, so every uh, production company has a bad show. I just don't think many of them have 
any as bad as cheap, cheap, cheap. Plus, also just uh, to show how bad cheap, cheap, cheap was in the ratings. Can either of you guess how many people in the United Kingdom, and we're talking about not just England, we're talking about Scotland and Wales and Northern Ireland, how many people saw, what was the low number in terms of ratings? How many people saw an episode that, that was rated, or uh, yeah, that, that was uh, rated for like Nielsen-type ratings? How many people do you think saw it? And maybe I should give you a baseline. Let me give you a baseline as to the population of the UK. So approximately there are 66 and a half million people in the United Kingdom. So we're talking about roughly one fifth of the United States population. So how many of those, uh, how many viewers did an episode of Cheap, Cheap, Cheap have at one point? 45,000. Not that 70, low. 70,000. Greg's much closer. 80,000 people. 80,000 viewers. That's, that's not, that's a no bueno. That's no bueno, especially when you compare it to Deal or No Deal, which I think easily got millions of viewers per day. I mean, again, it was a show that ran for 11 years. Noel was beloved. It wasn't handled the same way our Deal or No Deal was. It was more or less almost like a, a serial of sorts because you didn't have just one contestant uh, pick the, uh, the, the briefcases from models. You had the other contestants holding the briefcases, and then one would get chosen every day. So you might have somebody who's on the show 30 or 40 episodes until they get this, picked. Yeah, this was, the, this was the syndicated version of Deal or No Deal before the syndicated version of Deal or No Deal was the syndicated version of Deal or No Deal. Well, but the syndicated version of Deal or No Deal was one set of contestants for the week. Literally, you'd have contestants who'd be on this show for 30 or 40 episodes. I think I remember reading somewhere that one contestant was on like 45 episodes before they were chosen. And then to make matters worse, I think that contestant won the, the one pence. So oh. they gave up they gave up days or weeks of their life, their job, and they won one pence. The equivalent of like one penny over here. Yeah. So, and mm -hmm. yeah, it's not like the U.S. deal or no deal the way we did it. But... Um, yeah, the, it, it, it was very compelling TV, must-watch TV. If you've never seen the British version, find it. It's a great show. A lot better, I think, than the U.S. version. But anyhow, that was cheap, cheap, cheap. It was bad, bad, bad. But you it know was strange, strange, strange. But you know what it also was, Chico? Uh, cheap, cheap, cheap. It was a thing on TV. At least it was a thing on TV overseas. So, as always, look us up online. We're at itwasathingontv.com. We've got our uh, previous episodes there. We've got links to our social media. We've got an email address. Contact at itwasathingontv.com. Please let us know if you like the show. We're hearing more and more feedback from new listeners, we appreciate it. And also, and call please back, call back from last week. Uh, we got uh, we got sort of a like from one Ralph Garman. Yes, we did get a celebrity like. Ralph Garman oh. liked our posts regarding the Joe Schmo show. 
So victory to us. Yay, we got a celebrity episode. Special shout out to Ralph Garman. We love the Smurmy host. Don't we love the Smurmy host, guys? Yes, Yes. we do. But uh, beyond Ralph Garman, we've gotten feedback from a number of new listeners. We really appreciate it. Also, don't forget, like and subscribe, rate and review. We've got uh, rated on on Apple Podcast. We have a five out of five rating. Yay! Well, only one. You're welcome, by the way. You're welcome, by the way. You did that? That was me. I figured somebody's got to get the ball rolling, right? I feel like such a whore now. Okay. (laughs) You can uh, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. We've got more visibility at some of the places that you can find us. Stitcher, we're pretty easy to find. Uh, Actually, if you just do a search on television, we're like in the second or third batch of listings for television, which is a pretty broad category. So that's nice if you use Stitcher. On Podbean, very easy to find us. Under the category TV, we're under TV reviews. And a number of times, we're one of the first, like, six or seven podcasts that pop up. Uh, Plus, also, we have a subtitle now for this uh, podcast. What we go by now uh, officially is, and this is to get more listeners, it was a thing on TV, an anthology on forgotten television. Which, truly, that's what this is. We, We cover TV that people may have forgotten about or just didn't run long or people wish they forgot. And, uh, and we've done a good job thus far, I think. 28 episodes in, and we only have about a 1,000 more submissions to go, so we should be done sometime probably about 2031 at this pace. And that's all we have for this episode of It Was a Thing on TV. We'll be back later on this week with another episode. Thanks again for listening. And then we're going to put in the whole clip with, Craig, you got your uh, match game in my Hollywood Squares. Mike, you got your match game in my, in my uh, in, uh, you got your Hollywood Squares in my match game. That Two great tastes that go great together. And <laughs> so we're going to do that again. Hey, Greg, okay. you, okay. hey, Greg, you got your game show in my sitcom. Mike, you got my sitcom in my game show. No, you got your sitcom in my game show. No, you got my game show and my sitcom. No, but you, you said you got your, you, you got my sitcom and my game show. How could we do that? Okay, Greg. Okay, apparently Chico has a little frog in his throat. Okay. Greg, you got your game show and my sitcom. Mike, you got my sitcom and my game show. No, you got my <laughs> sitcom and my game show. Oh, oh, wait. Okay, we found the ending at least. Okay, uh, yeah, once again, I mess up. Okay, how's yeah. this joke going to go? Okay. okay. Greg, you, okay, Greg, you got your game show in my sitcom. Okay. Mike, you got your sitcom in my game show. You're That's just saying your. You're, you're saying you, put, you, you got your oh, or my sitcom oh, in my, my game sit- show. Okay, it's yeah. my. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Now, the Tom posted episode is next. Is after this one, Greg. <laughs> This, this is this is like Abbott and Costello type shit right here. <laughs> this is going on the outtake episode. This is this is for the outtake episode. Okay, yes. Okay, here we go. All right, All go right, ahead. Take three. I think. Greg, you got your game show in my sitcom.
Mike, you got my sitcom. No! In your no! You got <laughs> no sitcom. Well, dub it in. No. Well, am I supposed to... Okay, am I supposed to say sitcom? Okay, Mike says... Okay, listen. Greg, listen. Okay. Mike says okay. you have your game show in my sitcom. Yes. You say you have your sitcom your in my sitcom. game show. Okay, your sitcom in my... I thought I already said that. Okay. All right, go ahead. Take go five. ahead. Go ahead. Hey, hey, Chico, we better get take five ready. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Greg, you got your game show in my sitcom. Mike. You got your sitcom in my game show. Hallelujah! <laughs> all right. And, so let's and I, and I right. come in and say, all right. Let, no los, los. 